If you've been wondering about growing your team and stepping out of all the doing and being the leader in your business, but you're not sure how to wrap your head around what that would look like or how you would start to make that change, this episode's for you. Jennifer Reynolds from Fresh Legal is a client of mine and joined me on the show to talk about some of her journey and how she's created her law firm. So let's jump into today's episode of the Biz Podcast. Welcome to the Biz Podcast, where we're going to talk about running a business you love while still having the life you want. I'm Lara Wellman, and together we're going to talk about dreams, goals, and strategies, but even more importantly, mindset, boundaries, breaking the rules, and getting out of your own way. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today, Jen. Thank you for having me. So we're going to start out, as I always do on the podcast, and have you tell everybody who you are and what it is that you do. My name is Jennifer Reynolds. I am a lawyer and a mediator in Ottawa, and I own a firm called Fresh Legal. And we're a team of family lawyers and child protection lawyers, and we focus on helping people with transitions and difficulties and challenges in family life, and also the exciting things, the moving in together, the getting married, and all those pieces. And we try to be a little bit different in how we work with our clients to make it less scary and more accessible and make working with a lawyer something really empowering. Amazing. So I wanted to have you on today to talk about how you've taken Fresh Legal from you to a firm that has multiple lawyers and some of the shifts that needed to happen as you stepped into being the leader of a bigger law firm. This is something that's happened over time. So why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the growth you've seen in your team? So when I first established my firm, I guess I went out on my own several years ago, and it was just me for 18 months, two years. And then I really, I'm a social person. I like being with other people. I like having people around me. So I wanted to start growing what that was. So I was the law office of Jennifer Reynolds. And then I wanted to make something bigger. So I founded Fresh Legal and I call it Fresh Legal. So it's not just, you know, Reynolds family law because it's not just me. I wanted a team and I wanted a team of people that clients could trust. So I started building slowly. I had one other lawyer join me at first. And then over the past four or five years, five years now, We've had various lawyers in and out. We've had students in and out. Our team has at some points been larger, smaller, made of different people. And at this point, we have myself, three other lawyers, and an office manager, legal assistant, administrative person who pulled this all together. Yeah. And you've even gotten to the place where you had to move into a bigger space to accommodate the size of your team. We did. We've moved a couple times, actually. We started out in this open concept office space in the Byward Market, which was super fun and lovely, but we had no walls and we had no doors. And when there was two of us, it was fine to share an office and then have a meeting room where we met with our clients separately. But as soon as we added a third person to that team, we really felt the need for some more space. So we moved first to a spot with two, three offices slash a boardroom. main thing was getting doors (laughs) and getting some private space for everybody. And then recently we moved into a big, bright, beautiful space on Bank Street, 
with four offices and a dedicated boardroom and reception space and waiting space. And I love walking into it and knowing that it's mine and that I've built it and it's where my team works. And we've created a really lovely space there. I love that. So part of growing and figuring out how to go from being somebody who works on your own, which is where you started, and now having a team, there's some things that need to shift. And you and I, having worked together for a long time, I sort of know some of your story, but what do you think are some of the things that felt a little bit wobbly as you started to grow and that helped you step into this role of having this bigger team and supporting them and feeling good as the person who founded Fresh Legal? I think the biggest challenge is that shift from being a lawyer to being an owner. And I think all entrepreneurs go through this as their team grows. There comes a point where the thing that you're really good at and the thing that your business was founded on, you doing one single thing, as you pull more people into that team, you need to step back and let them take on that role. Let them be good at that piece. Keep on doing some of that because at my heart, I'm always going to be a lawyer and a mediator and I'm always going to want to help clients and work with clients. But at some point I had to step back and I'm still working on it and I still struggle with it sometimes to say, this is the amount of time I can dedicate to being a lawyer to the first thing I did and my first love. And this is the time I'm going to dedicate to working on my team and working, it's the working on versus working in your business that we all struggle with. All that stuff that I love doing, the marketing and the networking and the mentoring, I had to make it a much more thoughtful, dedicated part of my work instead of just letting it happen when it happened. When I had one person on my team, I could go with the flow, right? I could mentor a little bit here. I could lawyer a little bit here. I could bookkeep a little bit here. I could do a little marketing. As the team grew and their needs grew, I'm having to identify and carve out time and put on my schedule, this is where I'm going to be doing that work that an owner of a business needs to do. And that's always a struggle. Yeah, because it's a shift and it's something I talk about a lot where you have two choices if you want to grow beyond a certain level, right? So you can fill your schedule up and just be at capacity where you always were. But if you want to grow beyond that, either you decide you can be, for in your case, the high profile lawyer whose prices just increase, 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 or you start to grow a team and you have other people who can do more of what you do and you can help support them in doing that. But if you have a team and you're doing it well, your role is also to help them know how to do it and how to do it in the way that you've established for your business. And so you can't just be the lawyer anymore. And that's a shift, right? So it's not what you were doing when you were first building up your practice. You had to start changing things. And that's true for everybody. And it's what I talk a lot about with people. You can't just keep doing the same thing. After a certain amount of time, you need to start being less of the doer and more of the leader and that requires changing your thinking and it requires changing your schedule. Yeah, yeah. So when I first brought on other lawyers, we were sort of were in silos, right? I was lawyering, they were lawyering, we had a shared brand, but there wasn't a lot of crossover and interaction. And as I've had lawyers come and go and I've built the team that we are today, I've really tried to 
eliminate that feeling of, well, I'm a lawyer and I'm in my office and I'm doing my lawyering and you're a lawyer in your office and you're doing your lawyering and never the twain shall meet sort of thing. So introducing team meetings that are focused and scheduled and bringing people together, introducing one-to-ones with each team member to help them figure out what they want to do and what their goals are. And it is really a mindset shift to say, I am a lawyer and, you know, move thoughts over here. Now this afternoon, I am a business owner. So when you do that, when you make that big shift from being the person who does things all the time, one of the things that I find a lot of people struggle with is feeling like when you have a team, you don't want to be too bossy. You don't want to be like, I'm going to tell you all the ways that you have to do a thing because you worry that that's going to be taken the wrong way. But if you don't actually give them the systems and the way that things are going to work, then they don't know how to do things your way, right? So it becomes this Hmm. like, uh uh-oh, right? Two things are happening at the same time. I don't want to be this, but I need to be this. And you need to start figuring out how to make that work. Yeah. So like, I don't want to be bossy. I don't want to go into their office and say, you need to use a certain font size and you need to bold. And when you meet with clients, you need to say a certain thing and you need to say it a certain way. But at the same time, I do have a vision. I have a brand. I have plans for our team. I have ways that I would like my lawyers to work with their clients. And yeah, it's balancing that and saying, I trust you. I trust you are a great lawyer. I know that you know how to do that job. But at the same time, I want, I want to give you some guardrails. I want you to do it a certain way. And I need you to trust me that if you follow a certain plan, if you do things a certain way, if you are part of this cohesive team, the whole will be greater than the sum of its parts. And we'll all succeed if we contribute and if we work with our clients a certain way. And the other thing is that a lot of people actually want those guidelines, right? So Mm -hmm you don't want to be bossy, but they're like, but if you don't tell me what to do, I don't know what to do. So please tell me what to do because that's going to make me feel better. But you're like, but I don't want you to feel like you have to do right. Like that again, it's like those two pieces of, it's not even just, if I give you guidelines, you're going to understand how this works. People are like, please give me a little bit of guidelines. That would be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, that's the struggle. I think that a lot of owners and entrepreneurs have when we move from being ourselves to wanting to create other lawyers or other business people, other service providers, other staff who do things the same way that we do, but bring their own little selves, their own pieces to it. And yeah, it's definitely of the different pieces of the puzzle that I struggle with. Maybe I struggle with that the most because I want to trust people um, I don't want to be the person who's like, this is the exact way you have to do it. But understanding that maybe that's something that they want as well. And I think, you know, as your team has grown, they've shown you that you're doing a pretty good job, right? That you have people who are happy to work on your team and who are following the values and the way that Fresh Legal works. I hope so. I certainly hope so. And I think I have managed to build that. As you've grown, I know for a fact that you are finalist in the Businesswoman of the Year Award here in a local women's organization. And there are things that are really working. And so 
as you stepped forward, what are sort of some of the things that feel really great about having gone to that next step instead of it just being you? It comes back, ties back to that idea. Like I love walking to my office and seeing this thing I've built. I love being there when nobody else is there and just walking down the hallway and knowing that it's something that I've created, knowing that I've built somewhere that people enjoy working, that I've built somewhere that people can come and find success and build their own practices and be lawyers and be people at the same time. I really tried to create this space where, yes, you're a lawyer, but that doesn't mean maybe what people think it means in terms of how you work and when you work and where you work. I love seeing other people succeed and I love creating the space where they can find that. Yeah, because you're breaking out a few of the rules, not breaking them, but maybe pushing them out of the way a little bit and trying to do things a little bit differently. And a lot of the people that I work with are doing that, right? They're like, I see how things are happening, but I want them to be like, not exactly the way other people are doing it. And stepping into being okay with creating change and knowing that other people want to be in that environment as well. Is there something that you would tell somebody who wants to start growing or changing things? on maybe a little bit of where they might get stuck and why that might be okay, right? And what you think will really help them move forward. I think the first thing is you are going to get stuck and that that is okay. And you're going to have setbacks. That was a huge thing for me to learn. Like I see other lawyers that I really admire who have built these wonderful, successful law firms, either family law or otherwise. And I just want to be them. I just want to have that thing. And I look and I'm like, how do you have a staff of 10 and 12 lawyers and all these clients and all this business and this fantastic brand? And why can't I just wake up tomorrow and be there? Why can't I just have that? What did you do? What's the secret sauce? And then to look at my own journey and to be like, it's been such a struggle and such a slog some days. And why don't I have that already? And Hearing from some of those lawyers that they had setbacks too has been really valuable to know, yes, when I first opened the doors of Fresh Legal, I had one lawyer with me and then we had one lawyer and a student. And then for a very short period of time, it was just me because people left my team. And then I brought somebody else on and then someone else. And then we were three and then we were two again. And now we're five and we've been in different office spaces and we've created different things over time. And to know that you're going to do that and there's going to be ebbs and there's going to be flows and you're not just going to wake up in the morning and have your business done and perfect. It's a process. But to know that even in those low points, you still have built something and you're still successful and you're working towards something bigger and you're going to get to that successful point. And for me, like knowing hold on, like you're in year five. The people who have built these things that you admire are in year 10 or 12 or 20 and being gentle and gracious with myself and knowing that I'm going to get there when I get there as long as I keep focused and keep building. Yeah, the desire to be all the way done as soon as you figure out what you want is a tricky one. It's one I have too, right? I've picked my goal. Why have I not arrived? (laughs) And And I think you and I have talked about like, we're going to get to that goal and then it's going to be like, well, now there's a new goal. Now I want to do something else. Yeah. If if I say my goal was four lawyers 
and a staff member, which for a long time it was, you know, three or four lawyers in six months from now, I'm probably going to have a bigger dream or a different dream and a different way I want to point and head and grow and change. Yeah. The goal is not to be done. And you're never going to be done. I think that's the thing. Like if you just keep saying, why aren't I there yet? But there's no there to get to. No, because once you get there, you're going to want to be somewhere other, even beyond there and you won't celebrate it, which is why I encourage my clients so much to make sure you look at what you have accomplished. Right. So when you say there was a time where there were no lawyers working with me and now I have this office with four lawyers and a support person, like I've done a thing, but if you look at it as, but I haven't got the 10 people two years ago, you only wanted four, like we forget. Right. So we start to forget what it is that we wanted and we go to the next bigger goal, which is exciting, but that doesn't mean you didn't do it. You are there. Now you just have a new there. So is there anything that you want to sort of leave final thoughts with people as they're looking to start growing, start getting on a team, starting to scale their business beyond themselves? Is there anything that you want to share with them that can really help them do that? Does it count to say, find a solid business coach? (laughs) I will not say no. (laughs) Little plug for Laura. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think working with somebody outside of your industry is so important and powerful. Somebody outside of you, someone who can get you out of your own head, whether that's a coach or just a friend or a colleague or somebody that you trust, somebody who can reflect back at you and say, look at this thing that you've built, slow down for a second. Somebody who can help you appreciate those pieces and know or try to write from the beginning and something that I didn't realize how much time you're going to need to dedicate to working in versus on the business and try and carve that time out and create systems and processes and a schedule for that. Or you're going to find yourself needing to create all that sort of behind the eight ball. I still struggle with that. Like I'm not here to say like, I'm the perfect team leader and I've created everything and do it the way that I've done it. But more, if I could jump in my way, way back machine, I might, carve that time out and create those processes earlier on. Yeah. The piece of your business where you're not doing the thing that your business is about is the stuff that is never going to feel the most urgent because you're so busy doing the thing people are paying you to do, but it's the thing that helps you grow. And so it's the not urgent, but super important stuff. And if you don't carve that time out, it's hard to figure out how you're going to go to the next thing. Yeah. Or you're going to grow so much doing the thing that your business is about that you're not going to have the time to build the business. Congratulations on your nomination and the fact that you're a finalist for the Businesswoman of the Year Award and for all the growth. Thank you for joining me on the show today. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope you got a lot of value and ideas out of it. Until the next episode, come and hang out some more with me. I've got a free Facebook group that's called Building Your Next Level Biz. I share lots of trainings. I do all kinds of mini workshops in there that are all free. So check out the show notes. Come and join me there. And that will be our place to hang out between episodes.